0: friday it's friday who's happy that it's friday (laughs) sometimes the weekends are really great to look forward to and if you're not listening on a friday i apologize but friday is the day that these episodes come out these motherhood focused episodes and it's a good thing that you can listen to maybe your friday's a little busy but you can listen to on a slow saturday or sometime over the weekend. Thank you for joining the Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I am Jocelyn, your host, and I'm excited to share with you what I have learned in motherhood and pregnancy and how has it, it has transformed my life during pregnancy and motherhood by changing my mindset. I had high doubts that just shifting my po- thoughts could be so powerful, but I've experienced it and it is crazy. How much shifting your thoughts can help you in your endeavors to find more joy, more peace, more satisfaction, even when it's hard. Even when some of the moments you just want to rip all your hair out, you can find reasons and thoughts that will keep you going in your righteous endeavors as a mother. Thank you for joining. Hi, I'm Jocelyn. to their everyday mom life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. So if I just be fully honest with you, I am not super good at planning ahead yet. I mean, I plan ahead and think ahead my podcast topic ideas. I'm like constantly thinking about it, but I love it. I love thinking about it. I love thinking about the topics I just wish I was a little bit better at planning ahead, (laughs) and like, what I mean is like making the time to get the episode out. So I'm trying to squeeze a lot in this evening before I have to make dinner and go ministering and a few things like that, and it's the holiday season. So I am trying to, to fit this in. So this episode may be a little shorter than some of my other ones. But you will be pleased and excited to hear that if you listen to my last Friday podcast episode, I was telling a story about the empty chair, and I did not do that story justice, but I went back in the book and I found the story. So I am going to read you the story and then give you an update on some exciting things that are going to come this new year. I am really excited with some ideas I've had, the, the notes I've been taking, and Um, Some things I want to do with the podcast come January, so stay tuned for that after this story. So this story comes from the book, How to Hug a Porcupine, Dealing with Toxic and Difficult to Love Personalities by Dr. John Lewis Lund. And I'm not finished with this book, but I have liked what I've read so far. And this story I read, as I mentioned last week, really moved me. And give it a chance and see... See if it moves you and what comes to your mind when you hear this story. What do you need to implement in your motherhood and with your children? So it's called take your love to your son and your frustration to an empty, empty chair, Marty and her toxic son. As a counselor, I asked Marty to go one month without criticizing her 15 year old son I challenged her to talk to an empty chair every time she felt upset or frustrated with her son. Talk to an empty chair as if your son were in it, but not where he can hear you. Lay the responsibility for change upon your son. Become a healthy mother by becoming an agent of love. Every time you are tempted to vent your frustration to your son, talk to the empty chair take your love to your son and your frustration to the chair. For one month, do at least one loving thing a day for your son with no expectations for appreciation. Do it because you are a good person, not because his behavior merits it. Remember, not one word of criticism. Marty asked me what she should do with her resentment. I told her to take it to an empty chair or to turn it into a loving behavior for one month, Marty, just 30 days. Don't give one criticism. If you make a mistake, start your 30 days over again. Think of this as the loving thing to do. Will you do it, Marty? Will you remember once you leave this office? You have done it your way for 15 years. Give me one month of doing it this way. Follow your heart, but not your frustration. "'You and the chair will become very good friends. "'Your son will make sure of that.'" We met once a week for the next month. She reported how hard it was at first to break the old habit of criticizing. She spent several tearful minutes each day talking to the empty chair. No one, not even her husband, was to know of our little secret. After the first week, it was easier. She said it was becoming easier for her to go over to her son and put her arm around him and say, I love you, son. He was hostile at first and didn't want to be touched. By the end of the third week, he had begun to hug her back, and it was during the fourth week he came to his mom and cried. He just wanted to be held. Her words were of love. It's been hard for you, son. I'm sorry you're hurting. I know you'll get through this. "'I love you, and I'll always be here for you. "'Mom, I've made such a mess out of my life, and I'm only 15 years old. "'I've got to stop screwing up.' "'Marty was tempted to lecture him, but she did not. "'Only when the son felt more responsible for his life than Marty did "'was he able to take control of his life. "'Her son did not lack knowledge. "'He lacked commitment to values.' He was so busy rebelling against his mother's values that he had stopped to evaluate where it was taking him. For the first time, Marty saw a ray of hope. She was fearful her expectations would run ahead of his willingness. She continued, however, to encourage his slightest improvement at home, at work, and in school. Several years passed, and one day the phone rang. I was invited to his college graduation. And to me, that story was really moving. Her son was putting a lot of energy into rebelling against her because she criticized. It sounds like she criticized a lot. But when she just came to him with love, it changed him. And he realized that he was messing up his life and that he was the one responsible to change it. I found the talking to the chair very moving and very inspirational and I have tried it. (laughs) I've done it a few times when I've been frustrated with my children or even my husband, just taking it to the empty chair and not to them. It helps save the relationship and because we're not giving them words that hurt and words that will kind of dig chasms between us. We want to build relationships with our children that are going to build us up and closer together. Same with our husband. We want that relationship to grow closer together. And as we are able to give more of our criticism to the empty chair and more love to our family members, you just feel better. You feel more connected. And it's being a good person. At least that's what it looks like for me. Try it out and see what it looks like for you. See if talking to an empty chair helps. And if giving your children or your husband or other family members love helps. And do it without expectation. Do it because you want to be who you feel like you should be, if that makes sense. Um, I care about you and I want you to succeed in this endeavor. I know there are times when it's hard because I still have times and moments during the day where it, where it is so hard. It is so hard to be mom and to dish out that love when we're frustrated and when we're angry and annoyed. But together, let's try this. Let's try this at a deeper level to give more love to those around us. It's Christmas time. Let's spread that love. So coming up in January, I am going to do a pretty big series, I'm thinking it'll at least go a month or a month and a half, of episodes on losing weight. I am telling you about this in December because if you're like me, sometimes it takes your thoughts a little bit to get used to the idea of if that's a goal you want to have or not. So if it's been in the back of your mind that weight loss or losing baby weight or releasing excess fat, (laughs) however you want to word it, is something that appeals to you, I encourage you to come back in January as I'm going to hit that hard on how I have been able to lose all of the baby weight after two babies and keep it off. I thought after baby two, the weight loss was just too hard. It wasn't for me. I wasn't able to do it. I was just destined to be bigger than I wanted to be. But after baby three, when I had learned some of these mindset shifts, I found that it also worked in weight loss. It was amazing. People have asked me before, what what did you do to lose the weight and what do you keep doing to keep it off? And it is mindset. It is crazy how much the mindset can change what you do in your actions um, when it comes to eating and exercising. So I am really excited to share all that with you and we will break into that in January. So stay tuned and I will talk more about it as we get closer. I'd love to have you join me in in that series, and I'm also going to be making some diet changes come January too, so I will share all of that with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing, but most of all, thank you for implementing what you learn in this episode into your life, into giving your family more love, and also don't forget to love yourself along the journey. If you mess up and you criticize or fight with one of your kids or husband, it's okay. We're human and that's going to happen. Don't shame yourself. Do what is necessary to make reparations or ask forgiveness or whatever you need to do, but tell yourself after it happens, I love and accept you. I love and accept you. I know that wasn't perfect, but I love and accept you. What did I learn from that? How am I going to handle it next time? I love and accept you. I love and accept you. Say that to yourself. You are worthy of love too. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. For listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy, in losing that stubborn baby weight, and becoming the mom you desire to be, through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you I can help you find the small doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life reach out let's connect and let's see you move forward my name is Jocelyn and I thank you for listening until next time